Hi, this is Jovi. And this is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Bed Crime Crime Stories. Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. Or up during the day. Because I don't sleep anymore. So it keeps me up all the time. (laughs) And I mean, especially for those who do work third shift, you know. Keeps you up when you need to stay up. Correct. Correct. It works. It works. They're the human equivalent of no-dos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like haven't been sleeping. The other night well, we went to bed. No, and it's like bad. The other night we went to bed. I went to like bed at a normal time, fell asleep at a normal time. Next thing I know, it's like three in the morning. I'm wide awake. I'm just laying oh. there, staring. Around. I wound up reading a book until my alarm went off at 7.30. Jesus Christ, you were doing so good too. I know. What the hell? I probably slept about three and a half hours. And then I was fine, fully functioning the next day weird yep that's weird who knows mm. i mean i have i have melatonin gummies if you're interested they were that's the thing is like i i have melatonin but it's like the the problem is i'm not it's not i don't have a problem with falling asleep it's staying asleep it's staying asleep mm-hmm. that is a stress thing that is a stress thing mm-hmm. so charlie yeah have you been watching or listening or reading anything new not really Mm. um i was going into the office all last week and on my drive is when i do most of my podcast listening Mm -hmm. so i really have been like super engrossed in that murdoch murders podcast Mm, that's right that's right that's yes that's still been what i've been listening to all the time Mm -hmm. um i will say that i have not done any true crime shows or anything Mm mm-hmm I finished my West Wing binge and I have now moved on to a binge of New Girl. Nice. Because I just needed something funny. And my sister (laughs) quoted New Girl the other day. I'm like, all right, I guess I got to watch it again. (laughs) It is time. That's tough tater tots, tutor. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm I'm watching New Girl. I guess that's going to happen. It's happening. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Just not. Other than my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What about your, what are you watching, listening to, or reading that is true crimey? Mm, nothing. I'm not, I haven't, I haven't had time like with the holidays and stuff. Yeah. It's been hard. It's been yeah. really hard to have like a solid hour to just sit and watch mm-hmm. TV or do something like it's, it's just, it's been crazy. And as much as I enjoy the holidays sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just I'm 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 glad that they're over. Like I'm I'm good. I'm good. I kind of am too. Cuz it is it just adds that extra yeah. level of busy mm-hmm. that you just don't need. Yep. And it sucks too because I'm I don't know about your profession but like the insurance business is very busy around this time of year. Oh yeah. Because it's right before renewals right before mm-hmm. the beginning of the new year so like we are slammed and then yeah. on top of that it's the holidays it's just like you know what <laughs> yep. just i'm good I, i'm good yeah we we're busy this time of year too because of mm-hmm. course we're trying to like wrap up everything from the previous mm-hmm. year and then just get ready for quarter one and yeah a big part of that too is like kind of over promising things for the new year mm-hmm. so it's like we're gonna kick that off in quarter one we're gonna kick that off in quarter one and then the next thing you know it's january and my mm-hmm. cat my cat you should see my outlook calendar at work just every really? day or something oh yeah 
So, um, and on top of that, like my counterpart is on like a two week vacation. Oh no. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, Ugh. I'll take care of that. Just throw it on my calendar. See if you can find an empty spot, throw that on yeah. my calendar. So yeah, it's just one of those things, but I mean, it is what it is. It's yeah. not that I don't, I mean, I, I love what I do. It's yeah. just, oh, yeah, it's just that sure. time of year that things are just crazy. So Correct. I do agree with you. Having the holidays be over is I'm okay. Nice. I'm I'm yeah. I'm good with it. Like I'm I'm, I'm ready to just Same-sies. keep going. Just yeah, keep going. Same-sies. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't been reading, watching, or listening to anything new. Um, I haven't had the time. But we'll see what we'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks because it is supposed to get a little calmer, at least on the personal life front. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll start watching true crime stuff again because i see a couple of them that i do want to watch like i know yeah. on netflix there's one and now i can't think of the name of it yeah. um i want to say don't answer the phone don't answer the call don't take the call yeah something i saw that like pop that. up for me today too yeah. when i was going to put on new girl and i was like huh i'll add that to the things i want to watch um but there are a few out there i just uh, i haven't been in the mindset i just yeah. i just haven't been um there was a movie on netflix Mm. that had eddie redmayne and jessica chastain in it called the good nurse Mm -hmm. i watched it a good couple months ago i may have talked about on the podcast i've just needs hold on Mm -hmm. god bless you thank you um i might have talked about on the podcast don't remember it was very good okay but that's another thing that netflix just did they just released a documentary about him oh so definitely want to watch that too because like i said the movie was great okay it was great and i love eddie redmayne yeah love 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean and he was just fantastic and it was very good but um so i'm very interested to watch the uh the documentary version of it so Yeah. yeah i agree with you i'm looking forward to having a little bit of time to just like decompress and watch mm-hmm. a little criminess you know mm-hmm. and finally get a chance to be lazy <laughs> yeah. it's like you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't have it anymore you know yeah 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 but yeah all right well with with all that being said tonight charlie i believe you are telling us our bed crime story i am so let me let me pass it on over to you all right awesome and i will pick that up and i will take it okay. um all right so My story goes back to the last solo story that I had, which was the disappearance of Tianda and Diamond Mm, Bradley mm -hmm, in Chicago. mm -hmm. And I started kind of falling down a rabbit hole of other disappearances. Mm -hmm. And this one that I'm going to tell the story about always has been very interesting to me. So like I've I've known the story a bit Mm -hmm. um, and it's just always been incredibly fascinating and interesting to me um, how this person seemingly vanished out of thin air Mm -hmm. from an environment that it seems like it should be impossible to have done so. Mm -hmm. Also, strangely coincidental, this person's last name is also Bradley. Oh, Um, but this is the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley. So um, my sources for tonight's story are Wikipedia Mm-hmm. all that's interesting yes show notes from an episode of the casual criminal podcast Ooh. and fbi oh okay dot gov <laughs> dot dot edu go. dot org <laughs> um okay so 
<laughs> on March 21st, 1998, the Bradley family, parents Ron and Iva, 23-year-old Amy and 21-year-old Brad, boarded a Royal Caribbean cruise Ooh. on the Rhapsody of the Seas in Puerto Rico, headed for Aruba, and then on to Curacao. Ron had won the cruise for his wife and himself through his job at an insurance company. Uh, they were all from Virginia. FYI. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't mention that. That's okay. Ron had won a cruise for his wife and himself through the job his job at an insurance company, and the pair decided to kind of take it as a sign, take it as an opportunity to plan an ultimate family trip. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, you know, you have adult children, and mm-hmm. um, I remember talking to my mom about this a couple of years ago. Of you know, we got to kind of do something like that when you can because mm-hmm. what are the going to be the future opportunities to be able to all be together and do something big like that so correct they're like you know what we got ourselves on the boat for free let's upgrade and now make it a family trip hell yeah mm-hmm. they paid for their children to fly to puerto rico with them to board the boat and then upgraded to a family suite with a balcony okay. at first apprehensive about the cruise the thought of being surrounded by open water frightened her um amy wound up actually purchasing postcards when they arrived in puerto rico to send to her friends back home saying how beautiful it was and they were about to set sail to aruba and that she was excited Mm -hmm. but apparently it had taken a little bit of convincing to get amy on the boat um just the idea of that being in that open water environment yeah just freaked her out it is overwhelming i get Mm -hmm. that yeah after their first stop in Aruma, Aruma, uh, <laughs> with Aruba, um, after their first stop, after their first stop in Aruba on March 23rd, the family attended the black tie dinner at one of the fancier restaurants on board the ship, and later they all attended the Calypso party at one of the nightclubs. Okay, Ron and Iva retired to the family cabin around 1:30 a.m., um, and Amy and Brad decided to stay behind and continue to party, and they wound up becoming friends friendly with mm-hmm. members of the band on board the ship the band was called the blue orchid band oh and they wound up kind of just partying into the wee hours of the morning mm-hmm. at one point they left the calypso party they wound up going to another nightclub aboard the ship called the viking lounge um, at about 2 45 in the morning ron wakes up in the stateroom realizes that amy and brad had still not come back yet so he headed back up above deck to check in on the kids and he found brad dancing on the dance floor in the viking lounge and he saw amy up in the mezzanine talking with some crew members okay drinking chatting with them and stuff like that now the ship's computerized door locking system was able to record the times that brad and amy returned to the cabin okay because obviously they were each assigned their own key yeah and it could register when each of those keys were used to get into the room mm-hmm Brad arrived back at the room at 3.35 a.m. and Amy just five minutes later at 3.40 a.m. Okay. Brad states that he and Amy sat up on the balcony talking for a while before he turned in to go to sleep. Amy decided to remain on the balcony. She said that she was feeling a little seasick, probably a lot of drunk. And (laughs) wanted to just kind of enjoy the cool breeze. Correct. Enjoy the fresh air. Between 5.15 and 5.30 a.m., the morning of March 24th, Ron wakes up again. He sees Amy on the balcony, and the door between the room and the balcony was closed. He said he, quote, could see Amy's legs from her hips down. I dozed back off to sleep. The balcony door was closed because if it hadn't been closed, I would have gotten up and closed it. Okay. 
But when Ron got back up again at 6 a.m., the door to the balcony was open. Amy was gone, as were her cigarettes and her lighter that were out on the balcony with her. Oh. Ron said, quote, I got up, looked out on the balcony, and the balcony door was open about 14 to 16 inches, and Amy wasn't on the deck. And I had a little funny feeling at the time because it was unlike her to be up that early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Especially after being out so late. Correct. Yeah. You would think you would kind of like crash out. Right. 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 Amy didn't leave a note saying where she went, and Ron began to worry. So he leaves the room to try and find his daughter. He visited all the place he knew that she had gone the night before. He even assumed that maybe she had kind of wandered off somewhere and fell asleep, maybe Mm -hmm. on a deck chair somewhere type of a thing. Mm -hmm. The more he searched the common areas, the more worried he became. Mm -hmm. He wakes Iva and Brad up and tells them that Amy is missing. Oh, shit. The Bradleys immediately notify the ship's crew that Amy was missing, and they beg for them to make a shipwide announcement looking for her. Yeah. But the crew tell them... It's too early to make an announcement and even suggested that maybe she had, you know, bunked with another passenger and would possibly reappear on her own later in the morning. Like, I get where they're coming from. Right. At the same time. Right. Yeah. No. Mm mm. It's one of those things that if everything had been fine, if Amy was fine, you'd right. be like, it makes sense that they made the decision that they made. But because it Correct. wasn't, it's like you made the stupidest choice. Correct. And you can't understand why they did what they did. Right. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. By this point, the ship had docked in Curacao and the Bradley started to beg the crew and ask them to delay lowering the gangplank, the planks and let the pa- letting the passengers disembark until a full search could be completed. But ship officers refused, and shortly after, over 2,000 passengers headed out into the city. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Finally, at 7.50 a.m., over an hour after the Bradleys informed the crew of her disappearance, Lou Costello, which makes me laugh, like Abbott and Costello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costello's name was Lou Costello, so that makes me laugh. <laughs> Lou Costello, the ship security chief, agreed to issue an announcement, but rather than the red alert missing passenger announcement... A voice calmly requests over the intercom, quote, will Amy Bradley please come to the purser's desk? Seriously? Yeah. And of course, Amy doesn't appear. No shit. See, right. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. that wasn't the right way to handle that mm-hmm. at all. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they, they wouldn't make the announcement in the morning, like they had mm-hmm. asked, it's just delaying it. It's yeah. just making it worse. Like, And at this point, 2000 people have left the ship. Correct. Right correct and they could have brought her with them correct and it just, oh god oh god i can't even imagine the amount of panic yep. that her family oh jesus okay yep. oh my god just before noon iva had requested that amy's picture be shown around to other passengers on board but the captain refused not wanting to alert the vacationers are you serious See, now, if the person that I am, I'd be like, okay, so you mean to tell me that if you were in my shoes and your your daughter was missing, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. want everybody to see what this girl looks like. And you find it so easy to tell me that you want to you don't want to worry passengers. 
Right. No, no. Because yeah. like your crew said, maybe she went into a cabin with another passenger. Mm-hmm. Just because they can't find her doesn't mean that she's hurt or whatever the case right. may be. You just want to find her. You want to know yes. if she's okay. Correct. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Finally, between 1215 and 1 p.m., the captain authorized the crew to search the ship. Um, so they ship all the restaurants. They ship all the rest. No, they don't. They <laughs> search all of the restaurants, clubs, decks, and some sleeping quarters as well. Mm-hmm. No Amy. Mm. The Bradley family plans to head out into town to search for Amy themselves, but were warned by the crew that if they weren't back in time for the ship to sail, it wouldn't wait for them and they'd be on their own. Yeah. So they leave, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. They get off the boat. They're looking for the door. Yeah. They suspected that something sinister, they suspected that something sinister had happened to Amy, and they feared that when the passengers left to enjoy the port town on their excursions, that Amy may have been forced off the boat against her will. Yep. They also said that even if she, and basically, even if she left on her own, the disembarkment would have allowed her to get further away. Correct. Because you are now, you're, you're ruining the containment that you have on the ship, you know? Correct. Yep. Her family refused to believe that Amy would have ever chosen to walk away from her life, though. Um, Amy had a new apartment back in Virginia and a beloved dog waiting for her named Daisy. I would never leave my dog. I know that. Absolutely not. When the Bradley family left the ship to search for Amy, the captain calls up headquarters of Royal Caribbean. But he's not asking for help or backup in finding Amy. He was contacting the company's lawyers and seeking advice. Stop it. the lawyer flies down the next day and prevents the captain or any of the crew to have any further contact with the bradley family without the lawyer being present so they go into like shut down protect the company mode immediately wow Wow. and it's at this point that the lawyer arrives that royal caribbean poses the theory that amy fell overboard from the balcony of the family suite and that's just now this is like the company line the railing of the balcony is about chest high mm-hmm. and the family said that even though the balcony uh railing was so high amy was afraid of getting too close to the side of the boat yeah so again we talked or i talked earlier about how she was freaked out by the open water Correct. And even though yeah and even though amy was apparently an accomplished swimmer she was actually a lifeguard at one point she wouldn't go anywhere near the edge of the boat without holding on to somebody like well, it just but- totally freaked her out correct and i mean that makes sense no matter how much of an accomplished swimmer you are that is open water it's like, like a, that is you, eight, it's not nine stories that you're falling into water yeah correct correct mm-hmm. and it's not the same as being swimming in a pool or swimming correct. um at the uh at the beach it is right. and it's the it's early morning hours correct. you're drunk right yeah 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 mm-hmm. wow so again not saying that it's not possible that she fell overboard it's just not likely given the information that you're getting from the family that she wouldn't even go near the edge of the 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 boat right and if this is the theory that they're they're going with this is like they're making it definitive in their mind correct and that's not right correct 24 hours after amy goes missing an ocean search is now underway so the Dutch Antilles Coast Guard had three helicopters searching. They also brought a radar plane, a British Royal Navy ship, and a fleet of small cargo and fishing boats to help. Mm. 
I just need skin. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. We've been having, we have had the heat on in the house. We don't mm. anymore, mm-hmm. but because we have the heat on, my nostrils are so dry. Mm-hmm. So there's all like the crusty, like bloody bugs. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. if it just hits your nose the wrong way, it makes me sneeze. Oof. Ugh. Anyway. The search lasted five days. There was no trace of Amy to be found. When the Bradley family was still in Curacao, the CEO of Ron's employer, the insurance company that awarded him the trip, flew actually flew down to the island to help. Oh, wow. And I know, right? Ugh, mm. Love it. And he actually wound up chartering a plane for the family to then head to St. Martin, which was the ship's next port of call. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they arrive in St. Martin. They board the ship and they tell the captain that the FBI is going to be assisting in the investigation. But since the federal government has no jurisdiction over the trip, they needed to be granted permission by Royal Caribbean to board. And And apparently they said, no. they did eventually, but apparently there was some back and forth. Um, but eventually, yes, two plain closed agents did search the ship, but they were unable to find any additional clues other than what had already been found at this point, um, mm-hmm. into Amy's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. The Bradley family returned back to Curacao to continue their search, um, for Amy, but on March 28th, they flew back to Virginia without it, without her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing the Bradleys were really wary of was the amount of attention that Amy received from the crew during their time on the ship. Amy was seen the night that she disappeared dancing with the bassist from that band I told you about. Yeah. His name was Alistair Douglas, but he went by Yellow. Okay. Yes. According to Yellow, the two danced until about 1 a.m. when Amy pretty much blew him off and walked away. But a witness claims that she spotted Amy at around 5.30 a.m. with, quote, a band member. So this witness claims, quote, I saw Amy and the band member walk over and up to the next deck up above us. And about 10 minutes later, he came walking around by himself. Oh. Yeah. So again, take that. Okay. With, you know. Yeah. You will. Also odd is that according to Brad, at about 9 a.m., the morning that she disappears yellow approaches him and says he was sorry about what happened he said quote sorry about what happened to your sister now at that time brad thought nothing of it other than this man being polite and kind right but as time went on and yellow was identified as a potential person of interest he started to question how yellow knew anything had happened at all right because at that point all that had happened was that quick announcement to Mm -hmm. ask for her to come to the purser's office Mm -hmm. so were there rumors that started to circulate around the crew or did he have something to do Mm -hmm. with that you know and it's kind of one of those things of like how do you know if you don't know right exactly exactly however it is important to know that the fbi did indeed rule him out as a potential suspect interesting okay Now, beyond Yellow having these interactions with Amy, her father, Ron, remembered one of the waiters paying extra attention to Amy earlier on the trip. He he had asked for her name, saying that, quote, they, unquote, wanted to take her to Carlos and Charlie's restaurant when the ship docked in Aruba. When Ron 
told Amy about it, she responded, quote, I wouldn't go and do anything with those crew members. They give me the creeps. Interesting. Now, even creepier still is the anecdote. Not anecdote. Yeah, anecdote, not anecdote. <laughs> the anecdote. <laughs> that Carlos and Charlie's restaurant is where Natalie Holloway <gasps> was last seen in Aruba. In 2005. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Super fucking creepy. Oh, wow. I just got chills. Like, right? Holy shit. Super fucking yeah. creepy. That's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. There have been various sightings and theories about Amy's disappearance in the years that have followed the morning she went missing on the cruise ship. August 1998, a computer engineer on vacation from Canada claimed to have seen Amy walking with two men on a beach in Curacao five months after she went missing. The witness stated the woman was try- seemed to be trying to get his attention until he lost sight of her when he went into a cafe. Hmm. The woman's tattoos were reportedly identical to Amy's, and he also said he at one point was only two feet away from her and was sure it was her. Wow. In January of 1999... This one makes me angry. Oh, no. In January of 1999, a U.S. Navy petty officer claimed to have seen a woman who claimed to be Amy Bradley at a brothel in Curacao. Hmm. So he claims that she told him that she was being held against her will and she was not allowed to leave. But he didn't report the incident because he was afraid that he would get in trouble with the Navy for having been in a brothel. Are you fucking kidding me? Correct. He did not go public with the information until after he retired. Nope. And saw her picture in a magazine. Nope. That's not okay. Yep. I'm sorry. Like, regardless, like, yeah, you may get in trouble, but you, you're also saving somebody's life. Let's actually like, just, I don't know, be a good fucking person. Correct. Correct. And like, why would somebody say something like that if it wasn't true? Especially that soon yes. after she disappeared. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it was wow. less than a year later. That's fucked up. Yeah. That is fucked up. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Um, but unfortunately, there's no evidence to support the witness's claim. Of course, because by the time he retired and told anybody about it, this person was probably long gone. Of course. But you know, hey, whatever. Yep. In the fall of 1999, Amy's parents receive an email from a man named Frank Jones. Frank tells the family that he was a former U.S. Army special officer with a team of experienced soldiers who may be able to help rescue Amy. He stated that his team had seen Amy being held in a Colombian housing complex surrounded by barbed wire and guarded by heavily armed men. The team was able to give an accurate description of Amy's tattoos and were even able to sing the lullaby that Amy's mother used to sing to Amy when she was a child. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Over the next few months, Frank would feed news to the family and provide reports on sightings of their daughter. When Frank told them that it was time to attempt a rescue, he requested money to execute it. Of course. The Bradleys sent Frank a total of $210,000 to fund the mission and expected a call from him and his team with good news of Amy's freedom. But the call never came. Oh, my God. Frank had made the entire story up <gasps> and scammed the Bradleys out of money. Oh, my God. 
In February of 2002, federal prosecutors charged him with defrauding the Bradleys of $24,444 and the National Missing Children's Organization of $186,416 because they put up the rest of the money for the amount. Oh, my God. He pleaded guilty in April of that year of mail fraud and was sentenced to only five years in prison. That's it? Yep. That's fucking disgusting. Fucking That's disgusting. disgusting. Yep. Wow. Disgusting. He took advantage of these poor people. Uh-huh. Oh my I that used to happen all the way all the time to the Halloways, too. I know. That's just fucked that's, up. It's like you're you're preying on the the um the most vulnerable. Yes. And at one point in one of the articles, it was either one of the articles that was in the show notes from um that podcast that um Ron was quoted as saying we were willing to take any chance and that's what happened. Like I was willing to take the chance. It was, if it had even a 1% chance of saving her, it was worth it. Yeah, Yeah. no, I get that. And that's just, it's, it's hard. You get it. And obviously so do these freaking fraudsters. They get it too. So they're going to prey on, on these people. It's just fucking awful. It's terrible. It's depraved and awful. Mm -hmm. I hate people. Mm -hmm. People. Are the great. worst. No. People, they're not, they're great. not great. No. Not great at all. <laughs> there was another potential sighting in March of 2005 when a witness claimed to have seen Amy in a department store restroom in Barbados. She claimed a woman entered the restroom accompanied by three men who proceeded to threaten her if she did not follow through on a deal. She alleges that after the men leave the restroom, she she approached the distraught woman who said that her first name was Amy and that she was from Virginia. Mm. But then the men re-entered the bathroom and took her away. Oh, my God. The witness immediately called authorities and they created composite sketches of the three men and the woman based on her account. But again, the trail went cold. But at least she called right away. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of waiting until she fucking retired. Yeah. A lot more than the naval officer can Mm -hmm. say. Another incident involving the finding of a jawbone that mm-hmm. washed ashore in Aruba in 2010. Mm-hmm. Initially, it was thought to be the jawbone of Natalie Holloway. Right. It was, I remember this was all over the fucking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it found out that the jawbone did not belong to Natalie, authorities stopped any further testing, despite the fact that there were nine other Caribbean vacationers that were said to be missing at the time. No DNA testing was done on the bone, but they say that it is of human origin and likely from a Caucasian. Well, that doesn't fucking help. That doesn't fucking help. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. And it's like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it's happening overseas that they're not able to get like that next step. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but. I'm I have a feeling that there is a way to go about it to get it done. Like yeah, I don't think like, it's impossible. N- I just think that people are fucking lazy and they don't want to get involved when it's they crazy. need to. I know. Mm-hmm. So Iva and Ron appeared on November 17th, 2005 episode of Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. Hey Dr. Phil. <laughs> and in, okay. An image of a young woman resembling Amy was emailed to her parents and they showed this picture on Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. And the photo suggests that she may have been sold 
into sexual slavery. Like Mm -hmm. she was sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. The email, uh, the, the email with the photos, there was actually two photos attached was sent to the Bradley family website. And this woman who's depicted in these photographs does indeed resemble Amy. Mm -hmm. At least enough for it to be suspicious. Right, 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 right. The photographs were found by a member of an organization that attempts to track victims on websites featuring sex workers. Okay. The woman in the photo has said to appear, quote, distraught and despondent and was a sex worker known as Jazz. Hmm. The Bradleys believe the images were indeed of Amy, and they even had them verified by an ex-FBI expert who was also certain that Jazz and Amy were the same person. Oh, wow. So... You have all these theories, right? Was Amy kidnapped? Did she leave her life and her family behind to try and start over? Did she accidentally fall from the balcony of her family stateroom? Mm -hmm. Was she pushed from Mm -hmm. the boat? Maybe even perhaps did die by suicide? All of these questions, whatever happened to Amy in those early hours of March 24th, 1998 is a complete 100% mystery. No one fucking knows. And it's to me, to most, to anybody, it's completely unfathomable the pain that her family must have and these unanswered questions at just how unbelievably awful it must be to be living this way. I can't I can't even imagine. No, neither to can. not to not even have an inkling of an answer. Yeah. Like it's like everything that they thought they had, it went nowhere. Uh-huh. It seems to be that if she is still alive, I think the the leading suspicion is that she was trafficked. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And honestly, that would be my theory. And honestly, I think that that was the intention with Natalie Holloway as well. Yeah. Is Okay. And here's here is Charlie's theory. 100% <laughs> conjecture. Zero proof to back me up. Mm-hmm. The fact that this restaurant is mentioned where it's the last place where Natalie Holloway was found. Yep. There's a part of me that wonders if the crew of the ship are, they were working with traffickers to find women who were alone. Cause even though she was with her family, she wasn't with like a, she wasn't with a husband or a significant woman that you would be able to lure oh come have drinks with me when we get on the mainland right was this a case of and then once they got to curacao they panicked uh, you know because she wouldn't get off the boat in aruba like what was what was the deal so my whole thing is this obviously again i don't know this is purely conjecture but if she was indeed sex trafficked there's a big part of me that wonders if the crew the hub. was in on it and that restaurant is like the hub yep yep i i actually agree with that theory and it's just like because it's kind of like what happened in taken you know correctamundo like, it's i mean things are a little different but it's the same general idea yeah so yeah you know what? i i agree with your with your theory that makes sense especially mm-hmm. because this restaurant this isn't the first time we heard this restaurant's name in uh, conjunction with a missing person from a cruise yeah. ship. 
I will find you. And I will <laughs> kill, kill you. you. <laughs> Dude. Fucking love Taken. Fuck yeah. It's a it is such a good movie. fucking movie. I will never forget. Taken came out when my boyfriend and I dated the first time we dated this mm-hmm. well, like 12, 13 years ago, whatever. Yeah. And I will never forget going to see that movie and literally being on the edge of my seat. Yes. I never knew that you actually like things happen where you would get <laughs> on the edge of your seat. Like I didn't know that was a real thing. <laughs> right. I was on the actual edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. Freaking that movie is so fucking good. It is so good and casted so well liam neeson man dude everybody should have a dad like liam neeson for like, real he, he will find you and he will kill you he has a special set of skills he does and like <sighs> so there was good. no giving up he didn't give a fuck Mm-mm. he did not care about his safety it was all about his daughter and if you ever want to laugh <laughs> look because I know that you know I do this. I go down a rabbit hole of Graham Norton television show clips because Graham Norton's show is fucking hysterical. Yes. There's an episode and Seth MacFarlane is on it. Um, So is Charlize Theron and Tom Cruise. They're Uh the only people I can remember who are sitting on the couch talking about it. And um, what's his face? What's the name of the host? I literally just said his name. Graham Norton. Graham Norton. What the fuck? <laughs> Graham Norton says to um, Seth MacFarlane about they had done a clip on Family Guy where it was Kermit the Frog doing that quote from Taken. <laughs> uh-huh. So he does it on the show. It's the funniest friggin' thing I've ever heard in my life. He's like, I have a very special set of skills. <laughs> skills that are a nightmare. Like you. It's fucking hysterical. So my uh, recommendation to you is to look that up on YouTube because it's funny. Yes. And after the story, you need a fucking laugh. After the story, you need a laugh. So I'm going to give you some details from the FBI's missing persons page on Amy. Okay. Just with information about her, um, et cetera. So the FBI is offering a reward of up to $25,000 for information leading to the recovery of Amy Lynn Bradley and information that leads to the identification, arrest, and conviction of the person or persons responsible for her disappearance. Mm. Bradley has the following tattoos. She has a Daz- uh, she has a Tasmanian devil spinning a basketball on her shoulder. She has a sun tattoo on her lower back. She has a Chinese symbol on her right ankle and a gecko lizard on her navel. She also has her belly button pierced. Okay. If you have any information concerning the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley, please contact your local FBI office or the nearest American embassy or consulate. Wow. And that is the story of the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley. Oh, my God. That story upsets me. That story makes me angry. Yeah, it makes me angry, too angry and upset and i just want to hug her family oh my god it breaks my fucking heart Uh uh-huh see it's like you know what believe me i love cruises i think they're so much fun but you can never be too careful Mm -mm. you know never go anywhere alone Mm -mm. always surround yourself with people Mm -hmm. you know like you you don't know these people you know what i mean like Yeah, the crew may seem happy, but you don't know. You don't know. You yeah. always have to be safe. You always mm-hmm. have to keep a lookout mm-hmm. or, you know, just kind of know your surroundings. Don't get so drunk that you're, you don't remember anything. Correct. Unless and you're on a backstreet cruise. And don't forget that I believe every single cruise line 
is technically based out of a different country. I don't think there's any cruise lines that technically are housed in the U.S. Even if they dock, even if their main source of docking is in the U.S., they're Mm. usually registered out of Bermuda or registered out of Aruba or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you're in international waters or when you're on that ship, Mm -hmm. you are no longer in the United States. Nope, you sure not. So... Shit like this happens. If something happens, you can't get federal help nope. unless the, the cruise line is like, okay, yeah, the FBI agents can come on the boat. Because they have literally have zero jurisdiction. Yep. You step on that boat, you are no longer under the purview of the United States of America. Nope. You're sure And not. believe me, we ain't perfect. <laughs> no. But I know that if something happened to me i'd want the fbi looking for me oh for sure for sure this story upsets me it upsets me and i'm so sad for the bradley family it's heartbreaking and i i can't even imagine there was also a quote from her brother that um he says that he knows that he said i love you before he went to bed and it like gives him peace knowing that that's the last thing he ever said Mm -hmm. to his sister and it's like i'm sorry no 21 year old kid should have to have that in his brain no no absolutely not and i can't even imagine the day that they got on that plane and flew out of curacao knowing that they were leaving without having her like oh my god no 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 Mm. i would have set up shop in curacao i never i'd live there i'd never leave curacao agreed oh agreed And I'll never forget. So Madeline McCain, McCann, Madeline McCann. Mm -hmm. She's that little girl who went missing in France. Mm -hmm. Nope. Spain. No. Where the fuck did she go missing? She was from the UK. Her family was from the UK. Madeline McCann in Portugal. Okay. Okay. It'll just be two different ones. Go ahead. (laughs) So Madeline McCann, who went missing in Portugal. Mm-hmm. As back in 2007, she went missing. Her family was on vacation in Portugal from the UK. Mm-hmm. She got kidnapped from her hotel room. Yeah. Her parents, I don't know how long they wound up staying in Portugal, but it was that I remember watching the documentary about it. And that's all they said was like, we don't want to leave here without her. Like mm-hmm. getting on that plane without her is impossible like you would have had to and again who knows what you do in those situations right god forbid you'd have to drag me kicking and screaming you'd have to drug me and drag me kicking and screaming agreed agreed because oh my god there's no fucking way there's Mm -hmm. no fucking way so awful it's so heartbreaking wow just Mm -hmm. wow that Wow. Yeah. I just, you know, I really hope that one day that family finds peace. Some sort of questions something, answered. Yeah. Something just to have a little bit more of a definite answer as to exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Something instead of it being, well, it could be this or it could be that or it could be uh-huh. this or it could be that. But we don't know, you know, mm-hmm. like, no, no. Wow. Well, shit, Charlie, shit. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. 
that was that was a tough one it's tense that was that was tough i'm not even gonna lie that's just mm-hmm. yeah just yeah <laughs> on that note <laughs> i can't even think of anything clever to say like i just i can't I oh and one other like little creepy thing that happened okay so you know how they take pictures on the cruise ship yeah so they went to that black tie dinner mm-hmm. before they went into the dinner they were taking pictures like at the entrance of the dinner everybody in their you know nice outfits and stuff like that yeah and you get all these professional pictures done on the cruise ship and then of course they print them out and put them out on that table and you go and grab your pictures and you pay for them and you leave Back then they did. Now it's all right. Um, now it's all digital. Yeah. Right. Appa- apparently, they all of the pictures had been printed out from that night, including the pictures of the Bradley family. Any picture with Amy in it was missing. <gasps> was like take was taken, not by her family. Was taken from the table. So it's like almost as if they were trying to erase her from being on the ship at all. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. And also, like, a couple of months later or something like that, um, Royal Caribbean did, like, a promotional video for the cruise. And in the video was a, a, a clip of Amy dancing with Yellow in the nightclub. No! Yeah! Hmm. Okay, so that's just creepy. Stills that's just of creepy. that. So, yeah. So, like, stills of that video are technically the last images of her life. Okay, now what? The last images of her known to be alive. Right, I should say. Now, I know this was in the late 90s, but... 98, yeah. um, There were still security cameras. Was there no footage? Was there nothing? Not that I read or saw. Huh. Just witness testimony. Or witness statements, I guess I should say. This was an inside job. It goes all the way to the top. It goes all the way to the top. That is speculation. That is yeah. That is not what happened. Yeah. That's just me being me. But yeah. But so yeah. I mean, my whole th- my whole thing is that somebody knows something. I'm sorry. Yes. I cannot. I cannot justify in my brain that she fell overboard. Oh fuck no! And honestly, what's going through my brain right now is that the the way that they kept kind of shrugging off her family i is that just, they know that they have these kinds of problems that and yeah. maybe that was part of the plan maybe right. that's how they buy time right so again who was involved who wasn't was like yeah just oh my god the whole it, thing is so upsetting well my whole thing too of the fact that i don't believe that she fell overboard or jumped overboard Mm -hmm. from the balcony at least Mm -hmm. the fact that her father woke up saw her the door was closed he woke up she wasn't there and then it was open she had to have come back into the stateroom correct other how was that door going to open otherwise it wouldn't now unfortunately the door locks only record entries they don't record it being opened from the Mm. inside Mm-hmm. So you can't tell whether or not she opened the door one last time to leave. Mm. Which sucks. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Wow. Well, thank you for telling that extremely depressing story. You're welcome. Um, That's what I do, man. Yeah. So with all that being said, like I said, I can't think of a fun segue. Not right now. 
if you'd like to agree with us and talk to us about how upsetting you think the story is or if you have a theory we'd love to hear it just you know just it's just it's just nice to hear people's trains of thought Mm -hmm. you know um or if you just want to say hi or whatever the case may be you can send us an email at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com Mm-hmm. Or you could slide up into our DMs over on the on the Instagram, Instagram at Bed Crime Stories. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are listening, please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell all your friends, because you know the more people that we have listening, the more fun we are. I don't know. That was bad. Mm. That that was bad. We're fun anyway. <laughs> we're fun I mean, anyway. whether whether there's 300 people listening or one, we're still funny. We find each other funny regardless. So yeah, you know, there's that. <laughs> True facts. True facts. <laughs> Do us a favor. Be kind. Be the band aid. See something. Say something. Don't wait till you're retired. Yeah. You know, if something seems out of place, nine times out of ten, it's because it is. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to say something if you don't want to you know confront whatever's going on yourself call the authorities call somebody Mm -hmm. bring somebody else into it you know just say hi to a a stranger and just be like hi smile hold Mm -hmm. the door for people there's plenty of ways you can be nice so do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know um i know we tell you guys this all the time but we we love you we appreciate Mm -hmm. everything you do for us we would not be here without you Mm -hmm. So thank you. And I hope that you guys have a good day. Good night. Good morning. Good bath. Good shower. Good drive to work. Good drive home. Um, And we will see you all next week. But until then. Sweet dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.